Welcome to Lunch Break, a special weekly series of The Eternal Entrepreneur that gives you bite-sized pieces of wisdom on how to build a functional faith and business. Each episode unpacks a short, actionable topic you can put into practice this week. Let's get into it. Well, hello and welcome back to The Eternal Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm Pierce Bradley, co-host of the show. Happy Monday to you. I hope that daylight savings, the shift has finally acclimated uh, itself into your body and that you're waking up, you're getting to bed at a time that feels right. I'm going to be honest with you. Those who know me know me well that the mornings do not go well for me. And that is before the time change. It doesn't matter if I get 12 hours of sleep, 10 hours of sleep, a good solid eight hours of sleep. The mornings just do not work. <laughs> and they never have. It doesn't matter if I go to bed at 8 o'clock or 10 o'clock at night. It takes still two, three, some hours to, to be present. And the, the daylight savings time change uh, did not do me any favors. But I pretty much adjusted to it now. And we're hitting the ground running. That's good. So this week, what I wanted to talk about, speaking of stewarding your time, how do you like that for a transition? is a facet of stewardship that we really need uh, as entrepreneurs uh, and as Christians to kind of double down on. Uh, you know, we talk about stewardship a lot in the church. What does it mean to be a good steward? Uh, what does it mean to, to, you know, take the talents that God has given us uh, and not waste them? And those are all really good conversations to have and to lean into. And it's one of the things I love about the church is that it has some weight, some fear of the Lord, hopefully, in that type of stuff. There's an area of stewardship that I think gets overlooked, and I kind of want to double down on it because we're all going to kind of cross this bridge at some point in our in our careers or in our business lives. That's how to steward a transition. And when I say transition, I mean it could be you are letting a client go, a client is letting you go, there's a project uh, or a person that is, you know, no longer going to be working with you. And when those kind of moments happen, it's really easy and possibly sometimes even necessary to introspect a little bit and just think about how things are being left. Now, especially if we're are you know eternal optimists or we just had big hopes for the project or the client or or the person that we'd hired and things aren't necessarily ending the way that we want them to but they are ending then we need to think a little bit about whether we've stewarded that relationship with that thing well and uh, this is how uh, we do that when we think about stewardship in the context of transition, what we're really talking about is have we left something better than we found it? Just like your mama used to tell you uh, when you left the park or your friend's house or your grandma's uh, place, did you leave it better than you found it? Simple principle. I think we leave this uh, for, I don't know, family functions or for get-togethers or we don't think about it a lot in the context of business, but I think it's important because leaving something better than we found it can actually look a lot like Jesus. 
And what I mean by that is, you know, we are all going from glory to glory. I don't know a single Christian who doesn't look more like Jesus as their life goes on than they did rewind time back. We're all being molded and shaped and nuanced to look more and more uh, uh, like the person that we're supposed to be. I think that's cool. And I think that that model, that in-working, so to speak, that in-working should be modeled by the Christian as we in-work his work through whatever it is that we are doing. And so there's three ways that we can leave things better than we found them in a business context. So that's with people, projects, and processes. People, projects, and processes. When we transition something, these are the things we need to be looking at from a stewardship perspective and asking ourselves honestly, have we left either of these three things better than we found them? Let's talk about some ways that we can leave things better than we found them in each of these areas so that we can know for sure, not just with sort of a a feel sense, but a practical sense, uh, whether we've been good stewards or not. So with people... People are probably, I would say, the easiest um, because they're the most familiar to maybe the, the ministerial cycle. But with people in the business context, when we leave them, we need to be asking a couple questions. One, uh, have I added value? Uh, I'm channeling my inner Joe Newton in this. Uh, but have we added value to their lives? Uh, have we uh, given constructive criticism, criticism in such a way that they have... Uh, been shaped by our thinking uh, and hopefully by God's thinking to act and work in a different way. Um, Another good way to think of this is good rapport. It's really easy when there's a transition um, for bridges to get burned. And with people, it's not always possible, I suppose, for that not to be the case. But as the Bible says, you know, as much as possible, live peaceably with one another um, leave on good terms or as good as terms as you can. And the other is just, have you prayed for them and invested spiritually into their lives? Have you actually spent time before the father interceding for, uh, the person that you are transitioning from in a business relationship? And hopefully the answer to at least a couple of these is yes. If the transition is in process or the transition is, um, coming and you don't feel like you have left that person better than you have found them, then figure out how you can do that now. Maybe that's making sure that any projects that they're going to be left with or uh, any um, uh, client management that they're going to be left with or or any kind of things that they're going to have to take over from you, um, what would it look like? Uh, to give them more than they need, to set them up for success so that that transition, the actual act of transitioning is a good thing, a good thing. So that's one way that you can steward that relationship as you leave it. Next is with projects. So with projects, when we think about leaving them better than we found them, if we've started them up, they'll look a little bit different than if we've took, taken them from the beginning of things. 
Um, but projects we, we want to be looking at team morale. Uh, we want to look at cohesiveness, um, the collaborative spirit that can that should be happening with teams. We want to look at communication, lines of communication, and we want to look at the burn down rate, meaning uh, how well are we progressing against the milestones that we've set for ourselves. And hopefully you've left that project better than you found it, meaning hopefully it's in a better position because your hands were on it than before and if you feel like perhaps that's not the case the question to ask yourself is how can you empower people who are going to be continuing the work after you leave such that they can take it to the next level and that means again prayerful intercession uh, you don't necessarily have to ask them what they need prayer for though perhaps that's a good thing um, but at least in your own time, prayerfully interceding for them. Uh, the next thing is, again, uh, making sure that there are processes in place to continue the work uh, when you aren't there. So if you've got a lot of head knowledge, if you're operating a lot from your own talent or your own time, spend some time to get that stuff out on paper, format it, create a mini manual of you or whatever that looks like. Go document your stuff someplace such that that transition does not stop everyone else from being successful. And then the last thing that we're going to talk about in terms of leaving things better than you found them is with processes, processes, however you want to say it, depending on what side of the coast you're from. Um, with processes, the way to look at this stuff, especially if you have owned them, or you have like managed them in some way is to one, of course, make sure that they are documented. Uh, if they're not documented again, reach out to Joe Newton systemology. He's amazing at it. Uh, if you do uh, have something f like in place for that type of stuff, the question is how well does your team understand those, those SOPs, those ways of working, uh, when you leave. So if you've been sort of the evangelist with the Lord Case E uh, for those processes, uh, for those different ways in which people work, but people don't necessarily know where they're at or know how to use them without you communicating them, then the question is how can you make sure that that rhythm of work is in some place that's transparent, that's visible, and that perhaps maybe you do a kind of a recap on the why of things uh, before you leave. Because here's the hard thing is that when we transition, oftentimes things will change after we leave uh, because the team kind of has to reconfigure. They have to kind of reposture themselves without you there. Uh, that might mean that they continue with the way you did things. That may mean that they kind of adjust for you not being there. Or it may mean that they go in a completely different direction. Uh, you see this a lot with clients, for instance. Uh, that's that prerogative is on them, right? Uh, the transition means that uh, that we all kind of go with our separate ways of thinking. Uh, the question is, are they uh, fully capable of making informed decisions without you there? And particularly as someone who's filled with the Holy Spirit and has hopefully been bringing godly insight to uh, to your processes, uh, then there should be some kind of light or some kind of goodness that attracts them to that way. 
Now, again, that doesn't mean that they have to accept it. It just means that it should be a self-evident truth if you've really leaned into that work. So to cap, when it comes to stewardship in business, when it comes to that transition phase that we all have to kind of go through, the question is with people, have you empowered them? With projects, have you enabled them? And with processes, have you been transparent for the ways in which they should work. If you have done these things, this sort of spiritual due diligence, then you can have confidence that you have been a good steward in these things. And you can be confident as well that you have left things better than you found them. And your mama's advice is transcending all the way through your business mogul dreams. And that's a great thing, I think, anyway. All right, my friends. Hey, if you enjoyed this episode of The Lunch Break with Eternal Entrepreneur, do me a favor and leave a comment, uh, especially if you're on iTunes in the review section. It's not just for me. It's just not to make us feel good. It actually helps the show get found. And if you've been listening to the show for the for a while, I appreciate that. And uh, I would challenge you to do so, so that other uh, faith-centered entrepreneurs, kingdom-minded folks uh, can get the best content Uh, to continue to grow and drive their businesses. All right, my friends, have a fantastic week, and don't forget to think eternally. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed the show, do me a favor and leave a quick review. When you do, it helps other entrepreneurs find this content and benefit from it too. See you next week.